Ladies of Lynn, happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman Podcast. My name is Samani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a national women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like weekly group community service. We have an international motivational podcast that you're listening to right now. We have a one-on-one mentorship program for female entrepreneurs called the Boss Academy, and so, so, so much more this is your first ever listening to our podcast you ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best debbie bosses with each and every episode and this debbie boss is a ceo author licensed social worker psychotherapist minister and veteran who assists businesses and individuals in incorporating wellness strategies into their daily lives she's devoted to fostering conversations on mental health as a psychoeducator to eradicate the stigma associated with mental health she promotes employee well-being and mental health competency as well with more than 10 years of experience, she specialized in working with corporate agencies, military slash veteran organizations, public and private schools, BIPOC communities, and faith-based communities. She is a psychotherapist at Totally Whole Counseling Services in Baltimore, Maryland, and is also the founder and CEO of Restorative Minds Therapeutic and Wellness Services in Bowie, Maryland, promoting mental health competency through education, training, coaching, and consulting. She is also known by her pen name, Candace Wrights, and is the author of Breathe, Rest, Reflect, Reset, and Women of God to Stay Devotional. She has been a featured guest on radio shows, the World Television Network, and several podcasts, and she currently resides in Maryland with her sons, Bryson and Braxton. So please welcome the amazing Candace Wrights, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this conversation today. So again, thank you so much. Of course, so excited to have you here. Once again, you ladies probably heard the topic. This week is mental health for bosses. Of course, we just had a mental health episode a few weeks ago with Shoah Phil Potts. However, we wanted to again have another episode similar to this because we know SAD season is here. We're trying to push through to 2023 and we need some more motivation. Okay, so we're sitting down with one of our favorite bosses, Candace Frights. So before we hop into the topic, Candace, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Who is Candace, where are you from? Tell us all about you before we hop into our topic this week of mental health for bosses. Yes. So I'm a very kind and gentle and loving person. I genuinely just love people. And I always say, you know, we bring who we are as individuals to all spaces we enter into, whether it's business, whether it's into our interpersonal relationships, we bring who we are into that space. So although I'm very extroverted, I do have a shy side. It just depends upon, you know, my surroundings. Um, Above all else, I do love God and I love my babies. And my favorite role, you know, you read off my bio, but my favorite role is being a mom to my boys, Bryson and Braxton. Um, I'm from Alabama. And most of my family is still in the state. I am a military brat, so I did move around quite often. Um, I moved around about three times, actually. So I'm very, you know, I love to travel. So that is something that I love to do as well. So that's who I am. What encouraged you to get into mental health and turn into an overall brand that offers consults, training, coaching, has been in multiplications, and so much more? I wanted to understand 
the mind. I wanted to understand my mind. I wanted to understand some of the experiences that, you know, I've gone through in childhood and adolescent years. I wanted to understand how I think and how behavior shows up due to our experiences. And then I also wanted to understand the mind of others because we're all different. So that really sparked my interest into going into the field academically. I had no clue I would be where I am today. However, I did know that I wanted to do something within the behavioral health field. I didn't know I was going to end up being a therapist or a psychoeducator. However, I did know that the mind was intriguing to me. So that's what initially sparked my interest. So, of course, when it comes into education, I know you just mentioned that briefly, when attending Mm -hmm. Bowie State, did you always know in the back of your mind that you wanted to have your own practice and be an author, or did it more so come later? It came later. When I was attending Bowie State University, I was in the psychology department, and again, I was intrigued by the mind. I knew that after I I graduated from Bowie State that I was going to go into the military. And I wanted to incorporate whatever I was going to do in the military with psychology. Now, me being an author and being a therapist, that came after, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, that came after my own life experiences and God kind of switched my career plans. But at that time, I just really wanted to have a foundation within psychology and being able to utilize that education in psychology to help those who are serving our country, both in the military and then the civilians who support our armed forces. Um, So that's exactly what I wanted to do when I was at Bowie State. I didn't know it was going to take me down this path, but even in the military, there's a lot of um, different departments as it pertains to psychology and knowing how being in war zones or serving your country, being away from your family, how it impacts the mind. So I really wanted to be of support to the men and women that serve our country in that way. Thank you for that. I would love to hop more into that in a little bit. So, Candace, to our bosses listening who struggle with the current SAD season, which is, in other words, short for seasonal depression, what advice would you give them on how to navigate through that as they manage being business owners? Yeah, so first I want to define what seasonal affective disorder is, which many of us know as, like you said, um, seasonal depression. So seasonal affective disorder, it occurs in climates where there's less sunlight, and typically it occurs around the same time every year during the fall, winter months. And people can experience fatigue, depression, hopelessness, social withdrawal, and we have to be mindful of our bodies. We have to be mindful of our thoughts. And when when those elements switch within us, there's something either going on externally or internally that's causing that switch. So when we experience sad, being mindful of those thoughts that are coming in, those intrusive thoughts, being mindful of how your body is feeling, if you're sleeping more, if you're not sleeping, if, you're, if your appetite is changing, if social engagement, if you're withdrawn, because again, it's getting you know darker earlier now. So being mindful of all of these things and being intentional. So I always say if, if you know, when the sun goes down, if you can feel the sadness creeping in, being more active during the day. If you have a busy schedule, being able to practice time management skills, delegation, that's a coping skill. And we'll get into that when we talk about coping skills, especially as an entrepreneur, as a, a woman boss, being able to practice all of these things so that you're able and you have more time in your day 
to care for yourself, especially if you're aware of your mood switching, if you're experiencing more sadness, if you're experiencing more fatigue, if anxiety is, is heightening, if you're worrying a little bit more, if you're ruminating a little bit more, being intentional with your time during the day and even in the evening to take better care of yourself. What do you think are some of the biggest misconceptions for black women who struggle with their mental health? Sure. So there actually was a recent study um, that was published in the National Library of Medicine, which, you know, was really looking at studying black women, work stress and identifying strategies to help with stress reduction. And one of the things as it pertains to entrepreneurship, especially within our community, women specifically, is the psychological impact of entrepreneurship. So being an entrepreneur, we are really at high risk of the impact of emotional distress whether that is mentally and emotionally, but then also physically. So what we feel on the inside, it can manifest within our bodies. And I always say, you know, we can think ourselves into aches. We can think ourselves into headaches. We can think ourselves into body aches. We can think ourselves into um, nausea and so forth. So being mindful of your body and being mindful of everything that you have on your plate and knowing that, you know, within our society, we always hear it about, you know, black women being strong and, and having to push through, but there's strength in delegation. There's strength in asking for help. There's strength in saying, I can't do it all, and being able to trust yourself and trust why you are in this business and trust those that are there to help. So being mindful of all of these things and not trying to just push through because society says that we can, being able to say it's courageous to, to to say, hey, I need help in this area. I can do it all, but do I have to do it all? Do I have time to better take care of myself? So I think the the strong woman syndrome, the the, the we actually call it superwoman syndrome. I always say, take that cape off, mm. you know, because that's a fallacy. That's not superwoman isn't even real. So who are you trying to measure yourself against? So being able to take that that cape off and being able to be a woman, because before you're a boss. For, for some of you who are mothers, sisters, daughters, friends, spouses, and so forth, you're a woman first, you're a human first. You have to fill your cup up first so that you can show up in your business and do what it is that you need to do. So removing that, that cape, I think that's the biggest thing. Mm, have you on take that cape off please take it off yes take, <laughs> take it, it off because it is a fallacy it's not even real how important do you think it is for the young businessmen listening to this podcast to keep going with their overall mission and goal when they might be facing adversity while growing their brands and also in saying that what do you think has been your biggest roadblock or adversity that you face since having your brand that you felt like testing your mental health I think my biggest adversity has been myself. I think it's been myself, you know, um, moving out of my way, challenging my thoughts. And you may have heard this term, and it, it comes up quite often, imposter syndrome. Telling myself I can do hard things, telling myself I can run this company, telling myself if I have any lack, if I don't know, there's resources out here that can educate me. So I think my biggest adversity is really moving myself out of the way. Anxiety will keep you stagnant because what's at the root of anxiety is fear. Fear of failing, fear of rejection, fear of jumping out here and then, you know, being disappointed, 
disappointed, you know, ruminating over the past. Oh, I tried this, you know, in the past and it didn't work. Well, try again. Try again. Keep trying. And then one day you'll land, you know, where you're supposed to be. And I think that's the biggest thing for me was just moving myself out of the way. I said I had to talk to myself in the mirror. I always say having those Issa moments. If anyone watches, you know, Insecure, knowing that she used to talk herself into, um, talk, you know, to herself in the mirror. But there's always something within us that we have to talk back to. Not talk with, but talk back to. So for me, it was anxiety. For me, it was that imposter syndrome. Like, Candace, can you do this? And I had to talk back to myself. I had to affirm myself. I had to remind myself why I started. I had to remind myself why God gave me this business. Keep reminding yourself on those days where you're like, what in the world am I doing? So I think that for me is, was, has been my biggest um, adversity is myself. Mm. and challenging those thoughts and I always you know tell women remember your why remember that spark remember that fire remember and go back to that day and being able to say no I can do this let me push through let me push through and again when you challenge those intrusive thoughts and I always say don't always believe what you think don't always believe what you think just because there are thoughts does not mean that they're rooted in in truth being able to get down to the root of that because some of our thoughts and feelings are rooted in fear Mm. it's rooted in fear so challenge yourself challenge yourself so I want to talk a little bit about coping um, strategies and coping mechanisms that you talked about a few moments ago I want to Mm -hmm. hop into that what are some good coping mechanisms that you can recommend to the bosses listening that may be struggling with this current SAD season establishing a healthy work life balance finding life outside of your business a lot of us are very you know business oriented we want to succeed and you should keep that at the forefront but also keep yourself there too don't neglect yourself so take care of yourself taking time off scheduling yourself into your calendar as a therapist my calendar is full one of the things that I did because I'm I'm so passionate about mental health I'm passionate about you know helping and supporting people in their wellness and healing journey that when I jumped into my business I jumped in I was seeing clients starting at 7 in the morning until 9 p.m. I had breaks here and there and early on I was I, I saw myself going down this road of burning out and I said I have control here what can I do to better take care of myself so I started scheduling myself into my schedule I put blocks and put my name by it so that means don't schedule any meetings in that time don't schedule any clients that is your time to unplug to decompress so scheduling yourself into your own calendar being able to take time off a lot of us don't want to take time off for various reasons but take time off take time to eat take time to rest set boundaries with yourself especially now you know we're we're still hybrid some of us are still working from home some of us you know do go into the office but setting boundaries just because your work is home does not mean you need to open up that laptop so setting boundaries giving yourself a time to say these are my business hours though I can see my laptop right there these are my business hours setting boundaries with yourself helps you implement setting boundaries with others not working overtime all the time sometimes let's be realistic there's we have deadlines we have projects we have different campaigns we want to launch and it will require more time but if it requires more time on the back end there needs to be more time that you're filling up your cup and that you're pouring into yourself. 
Um, I always say get support. Have people that are around you that understand or at least have some empathy in what it is that you do so that you can confide into safe relationships. Relationships, human connection is so key um, in coping. Being able to travel, take trips, staycations. You don't always have to leave the state if you're not able to. But but look around your in your back in your backyard. Look around and find different ways of changing your scenery and doing different things. Learning to say no has been the greatest coping skill for myself um, because a lot of times we'll get inquiries, you know, for different projects or people want to work with us and so forth. Being able to pause and say, "Let me get back to you." Let me get back to you instead of just saying yes to everything because saying yes to everything, that's a recipe for burnout as well. Um, Being able to plan, saying what do I want to do in this next quarter, professionally but then also personally taking classes to better yourself personally and professionally. So those are just a few, you know, coping skills that I would suggest. But in all of that, at the root of it is creating and establishing a healthy work-life balance. Mm, Love that. Thank you so much for those tips. I hope as always, y'all have your pen and paper out because I definitely took some notes on that. Last but not least, what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the bosses listening on ways that they can boss up in the new year? while also keeping their mental health first. Yeah, sure. So there was a recent study, um, and it came from the University of California at Berkeley, and it said 72% of entrepreneurs deal with a mental health condition, whether that is anxiety, depression, self-medicating, substance abuse, all of these different um, different mental health conditions that can show up. Some of them, you know, may not be to the extent where there's a diagnosis, but you just may feel different, and we talk talked about that earlier as when we were talking about SAD, seasonal affective disorder, but being mindful of the stress that comes with what it is that you do, Um, being mindful of the thoughts that are entering into your mind. So paying attention to yourself as you climb to the top, it's okay to pause. Just because you're pausing doesn't make you less of a boss, doesn't make you less of a person. It just means that you're human. So don't bypass your humanity as you climb to the top. Don't neglect yourself because you're going to get there. You're going to get there. All of our our paces are different. Some of us can sprint. Some of us have to take a little bit longer time in getting there, but we're all going to get there. Not to compare your journey to someone else because we really don't know everyone's journey to get. We just see what they allow us to see or the information they allow us to know. So not comparing your your road in this entrepreneurship game to someone else because comparison was, will rob you of a lot of things and the biggest thing is peace of mind. So pausing, eating well, exercising, engaging in safe and nurturing relationships and, and getting out and getting out and again finding life outside of your business. Yes, this was such a wholesome episode. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, (laughs) Candice, for all the gems and tips that you dropped for our bosses listening. I know I definitely needed to hear some of this and we greatly appreciate you. Before you go, what's next for yourself and your brand? Where can I listen and listening find you and where can they find your website, socials? How can they book you? Give us everything before you go. 
Yeah, so what's next for me is just continuing um, to build restorative minds, continuing to have conversations like we're having now because it's so important to integrate, you know, mental health competency into what it is that we do professionally because a lot of times we neglect ourselves because we're trying, we have these goals and we're, we're trying to crush these goals, but not allowing our goals to crush us in the process. We still have to be able to take care of ourselves. So, you know, having these type of conversations, writing more books, of course, uh, you know, I just released my second book not too long ago. So writing more books, especially as it pertains to, to mental health, because we all have minds. So, you know, going into all of these different communities to talk about mental health is so important, no matter if you are a young boss or if you're a seasoned boss, we all have to take care of ourselves. So writing more books, you know, that's what's next for me. Um, you can find me at CandiceWrites.com. W-R-I-T-E-S and you can also find my business Restorative Minds Therapeutic and Wellness Services at restorativemindswellness.com Yes, thank you so much Candice and thank you ladies so much for listening into another episode on the Woman Podcast. You ladies can listen in on this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio any podcast listening platform there is you're on. Thank you ladies once again for tuning in and you ladies will hear me next week. Peace.